I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Before we kick off the episode, mm. um, I think we should just give a little warning that this uh, has a lot of talk about mental health, a lot of talk about suicide. Um, and if this is triggering for anyone, perhaps um, be warned, maybe don't listen to it. Um, or if it is, we put loads of links in the description uh, where you can go to to look for help. This is the question you're going to ask. This is why I would have asked them. Okay, all right. And they said, can you ask Ollie about a song that he brought out? like 10 years ago that just appeared for a day and then disappeared and has never been seen again. Called, well, why come, didn't you ask him that? Called Come On. You didn't ask him that? What are you talking about? Intense <laughs> shit. I couldn't bring up a track from 10 years ago called Come On. You should have done that. I would, it would have been terribly timed. Well, um, you should have brought it up in the first half. You would have looked at me in a very disapproving way like you normally do. I never look at you in a disapproving way. Yes, you do. No, that is I the big... I see you go, shut up. No, I have never... Shut, shut I'm here to get to the core of this guest i don't want this guy this twat next to me to be i thought listen i this episode i thought you were just unbelievable and and midi are you opened up in this episode which i love i love it when you open up it's so about what well you opened up about your past and your feelings and (laughs) that wasn't real that was an act yeah you were vulnerable today baby closed again (laughs) you yeah you were vulnerable for today hey guys today's episode is insane we have ollie mers Murs. Murs, 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 Murs. Um, he does a very good X Factor impression. Can I just say, I think we brought the episode back to well, private parts that are really digging deep into the stuff. You know, there were some funny bits, there's some interesting bits, some sad bits. There was talking X Factor, there was talking him messing up. Yeah. It was a, a real journey, a proper synopsis of, of life, success, failure, success again. It yeah. was all in Hand there. Hand jobs. Hand, potential hand jobs not confirmed <laughs> not confirmed not yet confirmed until we don't know if this that will make the edit yet but hopefully it will we're going to find out yeah hopefully it makes the edit no, i feel like now us doing this is going to draw more emphasis to it and therefore <laughs> it most likely won't anyway let's kick off the episode intro it midi you why don't you intro it with a the beginning of a mers track my heart heart skips a beat 
Right. That's just a terrible. If you weren't aware, that's an Ollie Murs track. Ollie, listen, thank you so much for coming. One of the nicest guys. Honestly, this is a great episode. I can't wait for it. Nice dude. And just amazing guy. Here we go. Here's the episode. Get ready to really delve deep. It's Ollie Murs. Your heart's going to skip a beat. It's Ollie Murs and Private Parts. Hi, I'm Oli Mers on Private Parts. I am the pop star with the biggest forehead in the industry. And uh, I'm here to talk to the wonderful guys today about my life and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, there much. we go. That was great. Yeah, that, that felt awkward. That <laughs> felt awkward, didn't it? <laughs> that you felt a little awkward. Forehead's not that big. I don't know. I just, every time I look in the mirror, I think, fuck, my forehead looks big. Mate, I, I, why, I went and had the hair transplant. Did you? I did the front of my head, yeah. And now, if I'm, if I'm being vulnerable from the top, <laughs> when you get a hair transplant, right, they take it from the back of your head or the side of your head because right. it, never, it never goes. When you do that, I did it too early. So I've got a strip here. I'm now receding behind it. <laughs> so I'm just going to be left with like a Jonah Lomu is, at the front. No, have you, have you never seen Steve McLaren? No. Football manager. Yeah, yeah. He always used to have this big tuff of hair here and just nothing behind. <laughs> It's like a reverse just, The Freddie Lindbergh. Yeah, the Freddie Lindbergh. Maybe has, start a whole new trend. What? Have like the reverse mullet. I'm going to get curtains, but I nothing like behind it. it. <laughs> I can see you on a TV advert now talking about the reverse mullet. Hi, guys. You can have what I've got. Go do to www.reversedmullet.com. Do you... Do you um, reverse mullet, sorry. Do you, do you get this though? Because... Because also being being in the music industry and also being on TV all the time, did you for ages? Maybe because we're we're not older, but we're a bit older now. When you first started, how insecure were you about the way that you looked and things like that? Everything, I, everything. Actually, tell a lie. First, the first year I was pretty sweet about it. I wasn't that bothered. Um, and then it was. I was in. I was on a holiday, and I was in Barbados. I'm, I'm, I, I saw you in, you in Barbados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely met. You see a lot I of people remember. in Barbados. This yeah, I was. Before. I was. We were probably very drunk. I was. I was uh, very drunk. I remember thinking. I remember thinking. I just seen Ollie, and I was like, and I remember waking up the next day and being like, "Wow, I was really any, familiar and drunk." No, I, and I think I was with all my mates, and we were all a bit too familiar and drunk. Wait, wait, I want to hear this. So, when you were in Barbados, what happened? You were just you were saying this story. No, no, about no, no. So there was a story. Um, I was on the beach thinking, like, you know, I've just had like a great, successful first year. I've come off a reality TV show. I'm feeling really good about myself. I'm single. I'm with my mates. We're in Barbados, and then bang, a paparazzi get a photo of me on the beach, and the headline was. Uh, Oli Merz looks like he's having a whale of a time. And obviously oh I had tucked into Christmas dinner. Yeah, It was New Year's, well, it must have been first week in January. Yeah. I'm drinking, I'm eating everything. And my belly looked massive. And that was probably the first time I really thought, oh yeah, I've really got to do something about that. And then that's when different insecurities came in as well. Then my hair and my body and my physique. And then I was like, yeah, I need to really start looking after myself. And I didn't. For about three or four years, I yeah. thought I always thought about it, but never quite. It's it's not till now, actually. Funny enough, in my sort of late thirties, I've started actually taking a lot more care in my appearance and what I look like and stuff. It's weird, really. But but when you had because you you played football, did that just strip everything away from you? Well, a bit like you just said then. I I honestly had this dream. I was never going to be a professional football player, but it was like my social life was mm. everything football related. Might be like rugby for you guys. I don't. Mm. Do you ever do you have a sport? No. No. <laughs> but football. Nope. For, <laughs> no, but football for me was everything. It was literally mm. where I grew up in Essex. It was you know, four or five days a week football. That's all I did, mm. being around the, the guys and everything. And so when that was taken away, it was was difficult. Yeah, really, really hard to take. Right. And that's actually how I found music, weirdly enough. 
Is it? Yeah, because I I used to score all the goals. I was like the main man and I missed the banter, missed the dressing room, missed the vibe. And then I quit, um, was away with the lads and I was like, I, I, how am I going to spend time with them? And I hated the pub. Hated everything about the pub, where especially where I was from. It was very rough. Why? Why do you? Like it was very. It was lots of. If you don't mind me saying, like, well, I am going to say, I don't care. Um, it was. It felt. It was a. It was a place where there was lots of drugs being taken. Yeah. People were drinking. It was very aggressive. aggressive very fight fights every week. Mm. And actually, I just didn't enjoy being in the pub. I was too young, really. I was about nineteen, twenty. And I just never enjoyed it. It just got very violent every time I went in there. It was always like someone's going to fight or. And I just didn't like the environment. So I never went. But then one, all the lads used to go after football. So when football finished, I then started going to the pub more. And then that's where I saw a karaoke machine. And then it was like, well, I don't want to get in fights. I don't want to take drugs. I don't want to drink. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll sing for yeah. people. And that's all I did. I just to sing for the boys. And I used to always laugh and I do impressions and stuff. And that's kind of kind of how it all started then. And then is that really where it was? Yeah. It's literally like the beginning of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it, mate. Yeah. That, I like that. That is that is super interesting because because you know if people people everyone knows who you are, but X Factor is where you started. And yeah. what I remember it so well. You were in the X Factor peak, which was when it was booming. Mm. Like it was every. Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it was, everyone yeah. was watching X Factor. I remember, mental. We, but it was mental. It was like fourteen million crazy. viewers. It's crazy, right? And I remember you so well because um, Simon Cow and everyone always compared you. They said you're the best entertainer. And I remember, and I remember it so well because you you seemed to get on so well with Dermot O'Leary on the show. Mm. Like you and him were buddy. So everyone just loved you, and you were this like personality that shone through. And maybe I don't know, maybe if. I don't know how I pitched this. It it seemed like potentially you didn't have the the biggest training in singing no, and things no, like. By the way, but you were the honest, best. I genuinely. Yeah. Was back, I, I know. By the way, I had no music. You've been training experience. in the pub. Yeah, I know. I I genuinely most of the most of the most of the guys that said I was good were absolutely off their nut. Going, you're amazing. You should do the X Factor. You're great, mate. <laughs> so a lot of the feedback that I was getting was just from people being drunk and pissed. Mm. Mm. And I was like, maybe I've got a bit of a talent. And then, you know, my, didn't, I, I, my family weren't the most supportive. In, and I don't mean that nastily. They just didn't, they always felt that like, you couldn't go to the job center to become a pop star. No. So they're very like, let's be realistic, Ollie. You're not going to be a pop star. You know, this is like, it's not a job you can just get over the counter. You've got to like work for this. So I didn't really have that. But yeah, I didn't have any vocal training, nothing. Did no training. Didn't know how to work my voice. Didn't know what I was doing. So when I went on the X Factor, I, I was like, what am I doing here? I was like rabbit in the headlights looking around going, these are all fantastic singers, all trained. And it was kind of like getting my head around like, what have I, what's my USP? What have I got here? Mm. I have no idea why they've put me on the show. And then as soon as I the thing about me was, all of a sudden I'm backstage, the, sh the, the lights are about to go down. All of a sudden it's like, welcome to the X Factor tonight. It's the X Factor final. And we've got all the contestants. You know, and they start going through the names. Oh, all boy, of a sudden, is, it, is he here? Is that <laughs> and then they were like, you know, and Ollie Mars, <laughs> and Stacey Solomon, Jed Wood. And it was all these names. And all of a sudden the crowd were there. And I remember being backstage going, I fucking got this. This is it. Wow, you had that confidence like, there. Everyone else, all these other singers looking around, they're all like, fucking, what am I doing here? Like, this is, this is it. And I was just like, guys, come on, this is, this is what we're born to do. Like if I can't do, if, I, if I've had all this dream for so long to, to be a singer and to entertain people and be a star, if I, if I can't do it now, what's the point of me being here? Mm. So I looked around, I was just like, I'm ready for this. 
And so I think Simon knew that in me. As soon as there was a crowd, if you got me to sing right now in front of you two here, I, I'm telling you now, I crap myself. Really? Genuine. I'm the weirdest person. I can't sing in a room with 10 people. But if you put me in a room with 10,000 people or 15 million people on TV watching, no problem whatsoever. I've got no nerves, no mm. problem. I mean, don't get me wrong, over the years, anxiety and fear and different things happen. You get older, you, you start not having, you start fearing more, weirdly enough. When you're younger, you don't care. But mm. as you get older, you, you, you think more about your got performance. more to lose, and, Yeah, guess, more yeah. to lose. And there's been a few things in my career that I've made mistakes and you start to doubt yourself anyway. But back in the day when I was doing it, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, well, I'm just gonna have to go for it. Yeah, and that's but, kind of, going back to what you were saying, Yeah, I came on the show, I was just like, do you know what? I'm just gonna give it my best shot. And eat. for some reason, every week people were voting for me. And yeah, I started to see actually what I bring to the table is yeah, my vocal ability isn't as good as these guys. But can they perform as good as me? No. So that was kind of where it began. And then and then I was learning about my voice and training it. And then that was kind of it, really. It's, a, it's interesting because um, it's like a, it's a different thing. It's like a... Because, you know, the reason why I did um, Made in Chelsea back in the day... Which, it, by the way, can I just say... Yeah. I've never been a fan of Made in Chelsea, right? Uh, yeah. This is true. It's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Never been a fan of it. Even yeah, I lived, don't say you saw the watching get, it. Get out. No, I live in Chelsea. I live in. I used. I lived in Chelsea for years. Right? Yeah, is that what turned you? My off miss. It? No, no, no. So I got with my missus, and um, she's like, you know, you start to your your, your sky planner starts to change. <laughs> Gets filled up when your partner moves into your house. I had this before. Yeah, Nightmare. Your planner changes, and I'm like, what is this? I've got what like, is this? Every shit? reality TV show yeah. there is. And she's obsessed with Made in Chelsea. Is she? So when I told her I was coming to see you today, she was like, went crazy. Are you serious? Oh my God, Jamie Lane. You can see Jamie Lane today. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Mate, she, so, she, I see you guys on social media. She, she like watched obviously the early series. Yeah, You're not obviously it. on it now. But now we've, I'm, I'm literally every, is it Monday? It comes yeah, on? Monday. So we've, we've, got an, we've got two episodes to watch. And she's like, right, when you get home tonight, we've got to watch the last two episodes of Made in Chelsea. We watch it every week. Like, <laughs> Mate, I can't believe I that you've been believe. brought over to the yeah. dark side. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, do you know what though? The, the, this is the thing. I'll be honest with you, like it's nice to talk about it, but X Factor itself, 
there was so many different emotions. Don't get me wrong. I kept it very, very simple. So it was just the crowd and some cameras like it is now. I I forget, and this is probably why we do podcasts, because people forget that there's going to be thousands and millions of people listening to this. (laughs) Do you forget what you're going to say? Say whatever you want, man. Say whatever you want. And I think that that was kind of my, in my head, I'm like, look, there's there's like a studio audience of 600 people. That's who I need to entertain. I used to to forget there was millions of people watching. Uh, You play the room. You play the room. As soon as someone would say to me, There's 40 million people watching at home, Ollie. Good luck. I would absolutely pack myself. That's the moment I go, that's oh, so mean. wallop. That's a lot what? of people. Oh, wallop. That's a lot of people. Oh, wallop. That's my pants. Oh, wallop. Yeah, that's that a... is my asshole. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Uh, but, but dude, uh, the thing, the uh, there is an issue, right, with um, seeking outside, outside validation, which is then what happens is, is then that leads to potentially other things like, and this may be happening with X Factor. You do X Factor, you become... Famous and I, I remember a friend of mine, a girl called Roxy, who's actually been on the podcast now. She's actually written a book called Manifest. I don't know if you've seen this book. No. She's she's killing it, gone to America. I remember her doing a post about you and saying, and she was a picture of you and her together. It said, um, Ollie, give me babies, Murs. Like that that's wow. what it was. And so these you were just this icon for everyone. And that must be hard because you've gone from this normal guy who's just a bit of a lad, having fun, singing in the pub to performing X Factor, then going further than that. That's like a big rush of everything towards you at once. Did it hit you like a cannon? I mean, I I have had this question years and years ago about being an icon and being an idol to people and people looking up to you and stuff. Didn't really, never really thought about it like that. Um, I I suppose for me, going back to what you were saying earlier, like, yeah, I think when I come off the show, it did hit me like like a whirlwind of like, wow, like what have I just done and achieved was pretty massive. But I was just so driven to be like, I wanted to be an artist and have an art album and a single out. So I just was straight into that. But I definitely think over the course of my career, I've had some real moments of like, like this is mental. And I I, I have to be, and, and yeah, I never got no media training. I never got, I mean, I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. I, just, I was just riding the wave of having good people around me telling me what was great and what was not. But actually... There's no, there's no, there's no book that they give you on X Factor or yeah. any of these shows that Nothing. says right. You're now going to be an idol to people. This is how you're supposed to act, and and a lot of artists get so much flack for what they've done off camera, what they've been caught doing or something. And I just think I do. Yes, there is a level of you have to be aware of what you're up, what you're doing, and, and you have to be accountable for your actions. But also, you also have to go, guys. These, you know, like someone like Bieber, for example. Yeah, I always, I always. I feel so much for artists that have been in the limelight since they were sympathise, right? Yeah, sympathise that he he's just living his life as a lad and and uh, you know trying to trying to enjoy himself, enjoy his life, and he's been caught out a few times doing some stuff, and you know he's allowed to make mistakes. You know, it's how he yes. grows from that, and 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 I, I've definitely made mistakes, but there's been loads of things that I've that I've been able to 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 I don't know, just been lucky really, but. When, when you say mad. mistake, well, I mean, when you say mistakes, what do you mean? Like, like was, you just said the word, the word saying you're an idol to people. It's so, look, I, I, I've only tried to ever be me, you know, but there's been times where, you know, I've gone out with the lads and got drunk and done stupid yeah. things. But, but that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just everyone goes out and does that. But when you're in the public eye, it mm. can look a certain way. So you have to be very mindful of what you're I up to. I think that's what I was, alluding, that's what I was alluding to. I mean, okay. For, but can I just say, sorry, yeah. but, 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 but my answer to that actual question is that I was so lucky. And I don't know how old you were when you, you guys did Made in Chelsea, but I was 25, 26 when I left X Factor. Mm. I had already done mm. loads of 
growing up stupid things and got into trouble and I went through all that stage of my life. Whereas at 26, I was like, right, I'm at this point now, which I think a lot of people are at 25, 26, when you're like, I need to actually sort my life out. I can't I just go out every weekend. I was like, I need to get, I need to get a house. I need to get some money behind mm. me. I want to have a career. I want to do something with my life. And that was the drive. So anytime I did anything mad or, for example, first year in X Factor, I was living in Brian McFadden's house in Hammersmith. My tour manager, Mark, mm. was friends with him and we were living out of Brian McFadden's house. That's hilarious. In Hammersmith. That's hilarious. And he was in Australia at the time. So he was letting us live there and, and I was writing the album and stuff. Mm. And I, 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 I guarantee, honestly, I must have only lived there probably a month, two months. I was like, I need to get out of London as quick as possible. I need to get back to Essex. I need to get back around people that I know and love. And I need to get my head back in the game because for coming off the X Factor, all the fame, the women, the money, the booze, the party lifestyle. Mm. I mean, I was going out to nightclubs and they were just giving everything to you. You know, mm. like whatever you want, enjoy yourself. You're Ollie Murs, you, mm. you know, we'll let you have a table, have whoever you want here. And I'm just like, whoa, this is mad. Me and the boys would all be, we'd all be putting like 15 pounds down, 10 pounds down and going, right, let's get around, lads, let's get around. You know, we was out in Essex before X Factor. All of a sudden now I'm getting buckets of vodka, buckets of alcohol. And I, was, and I took a wise man, for me in my own head to go, this is not for me. I need to stop living in London. I need to get out of here. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a career. Mm. And that that was the first. And then, you know, don't get me wrong. Over the years, I've partied and gone out. And I, I was able to do it at the times I was able to do it. But that was, a lot of big decisions were made because I was 26 in the right headspace. I was well, lucky, really. That's hard, right? That That's what I was alluding to, right? Is that... You're you're one of the lads. You're you're the reason why you're a success on X Factor and the success, and because you're this entertainer, you're this person who people relate to and just love. But also, you have this drive to succeed. Mm. So that combination leads to burning the candle at both ends, which is never yeah. a good thing. Mm. And so that's what I was sort of saying: is then how twenty six is young, having a wise head and saying, "I need to step out of here." Mm. That that's young. I, I, it took me until about thirty to kind of, mm. and I was burning the candle at both ends for ages, and it took me to have like complete burnout. To, mm. to really go, I need to stop all of this. And I know that you, you what I love about yours is that you've spoken so openly about your anxieties and things like that. And, mm. and you've been hit hard with that over the years, haven't you, from stress or whatever. Yeah, is. but I think this job is. It's, like, yeah. it's not easy, man. People, um, and I'm not sitting here, buddy, I'm, I'm, I know that everyone has stressful jobs and everyone goes through. I'm just I'm just able to talk about it. And, and people might think that my, I always, you know, look, I always get worried about talking about my job because I'm very lucky and very, very lucky to be in a position that I'm in. But the I don't know why you have to defend the, no, yourself. No, 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 yeah. no, no, because it, it is just the, the way I, I would feel about it. But I say to like, my job is a completely different job to one of my mates. I, mm. I, I have to stand in front of people all the time. I have to perform. I have to be a certain, I have to be that cheeky fun guy all the time. Does, doesn't always mean that I feel like that when I'm standing in that position. And there has been times, especially in the last five, six, seven years where there's been times where I just was like, I don't want to be here today. I don't, I don't want to sing today. I don't want to perform today. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But I, I almost had to put a character on. It's because that of, constant expectation that you're yeah. that, but you mm. actually don't feel like it. So you're like, oh God, can I not just like be me? Yeah, today? exactly. And there's times where my schedule was so mad that I'm getting pulled from pillar to post, from here to here to here to here. And it was hard. It was, but I just to get on me. I was like, no, I need to keep doing this. This is for my career. This is for the benefit of my of my my career. I need to keep fighting. I need to go fight through the. And it was always at Christmas. I'd literally finish Christmas, 
everyone would go back to their loved ones. Everyone would go back to their my managers, my tour mm. managers. Everyone would go back and do the thing. I'd shut the door at home and I would just literally like collapse. I was just so exhausted for like 12 months of craziness. And I'd get literally like two, three, four weeks off and I'd, I'd, I'd love it. I'd be like, oh, this is what I need. Pretty much like Father Christmas. Yeah, it was yeah, just kind of like, a, yeah. <laughs> no, because I mean, you know, people used to say I'm like the hardest, hardest working man in, in yeah. pop or whatever. And I genuinely, I, I would. And and, 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 I'm not, and I'm not moaning about it because I, I had to do that from the benefit of my career. Yeah, but is that because you were always scared that you thought it was going to go? Of course. And by yeah. the way, there is also a very, very, part of me was always like, this could go at any point, even now, even at the age. But it doesn't. It, this is the funny thing. Your no, brand, it, it's no. so, why would it? And, and it's so funny. It, people, uh, we've spoken to so many people and, and typically people who are the most sort of successful are always scared it's going to go at one point. And, and I have that. Mint has that. We all, I'm sure all of us have that. But where does that come from? Because why is it going to go? Why would I, it go? I, honestly, because I genuinely... I'm, I, lo I can't believe I've ever been in this position. Genuinely. <clears throat> I, I still have that mindset of, yes, I'm talented. Yes, I know now more so than I believe in myself a lot more. I, I'm a great entertainer, great performer, great singer. All of that stuff. I can, I can say that now and I can genuinely go, no, I am. I know yeah. I am. But there's always that I have to keep working hard. I have to keep doing this because it's all I'm good at. It's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think that's because I've come from absolutely nothing. Mm. I didn't get, you know, I didn't go to a Brit school. I didn't get, I didn't get the, I didn't go to a theater school. I didn't get music lessons. I didn't get all that. I didn't get that. A lot of people would say, oh, you must have had dance lessons. No. Have you ever sung lessons? No. I don't know any of that. I'm just a guy that was singing in a pub that was working in a call center. So I don't want to go back to working in a call center. And I don't want, and that's not because I don't, you know, people work in call centers all the time. It's just, I don't want to go back there. Mm. I want to stay what I'm doing. And I, and I have this drive and ambition every day to just continue that. Um, who knows? Next year I might not be, but I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. When when the doors are shut at Christmas time, and I don't want to keep going deep, but this is just so only because look, dude, I, like only because it took me so long to be honest about like the way that I mm. felt and stuff. And I just and because <clears> I was doing main Chelsea and things like that. I mean, you've had your thing. He's still not open at all. He's like a closed book. <laughs> shut, <laughs> he shuts everything down. But I, there is something so um, authentic about like talking about this stuff. Dude, listen, um, we're going to stop there for part one. I want to come back in part two. I want to talk about the new album. Yeah. I want to talk about uh, The Voice, talk about all this kind of stuff. Are you going to stick around? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, this anyway. is great. This is great Love stuff. It. This is great. All right, see you in part two, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.